Welcome to the Progress Not Perfection podcast. I don't know about you, but I have spent way too many years trying to be perfect and holding myself back because I didn't feel good enough. But recently, I started to fully grasp what it means to receive the incredible gift of God's grace. Now I desire more than anything to be more like Him. As it says in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. If you've been feeling unfulfilled and weighted down by your past, but you know in your heart you have more to offer, you're in the right place. My name is Cherie Haynes, and each week I'll be sharing Bible verses and words of encouragement. You, my friend, are here for a reason, and I can't wait for you to begin letting your amazing light shine. Now, let's go ahead and jump into today's show. Hello, and welcome back to the Progress Not Perfection podcast. So today I wanted to share with you a personal story that just happened last night. So my husband was at the gym and all of a sudden he started getting some alerts on his email that, um, you know, two of his cards looked like there had been fraudulent charges. And so it alerted him, you know, to go out to his vehicle to, because these were the two cards that he had in his wallet at the time. And so sure enough, he goes out to his car and someone had broken into it and um, they had stolen his wallet and, um, you know, they hadn't broken any windows or anything. But after the fact, they we saw that there were some scratches on his car. So I guess somehow they got their way into the vehicle and not only did they you know, have charges on two of the credit cards. They also had charges on a debit card. And so needless to say, he was not very happy and he told me about it. And of course I wasn't either. And, um, he immediately started calling the credit card companies, canceling the cards, calling the bank and, um, had to call the police to file a police report. And unfortunately there isn't a whole lot they can do. Um, there was a set of fingerprints on there. So they did take that. So there is a slight possibility. Uh, apparently the charges were at Walmart. So I'm hoping with all of the cameras they have nowadays at Walmart, maybe they'll be able to, but you know, it, it was a very um, discomforting feeling to say the least uh, last night, just for one, to know that people kind of violated you, broke into your personal <laughs> um, property. And then just, you know, sometimes you wonder, what goes through people's minds when they think that that's okay. And so last night was very just uneasy because, you know, the companies didn't guarantee that they would be able to reimburse the funds and things like that. Um, I think we're going to be able to, but it's still not 100% sure. We have to turn in the police report once that's finalized and everything. But um, so, you know, last night, obviously we weren't, we were kind of angry <laughs> because of, um, you know, what that person did. But 
as always, God works in mysterious ways, and would you know it, my devotion this morning was titled, Quick to Forgive, (laughs) and this is by Joyce Myers, so I just had to laugh because God does have a sense of humor, doesn't he? And um, I just wanted to share this with you because maybe you've encountered a similar situation recently, or maybe it wasn't breaking into your vehicle and stealing a wallet. Maybe it's something else, though, that, you know, in the moment, you're very angry, but now that a little time has passed, maybe you can also, you know, just see the value in giving this person this gift of forgiveness. So I will read this to you. It says, the Bible teaches us to forgive readily and freely. That is God's standard for us, no matter how we feel about it. We are to be quick to forgive. According to 1 Peter 5 verse 5, we can clothe ourselves with the character of Jesus Christ, meaning that we can choose to be long-suffering, patient, not easily offended, slow to anger, quick to forgive, and filled with mercy. My definition of mercy is to look beyond what is done to me that hurts and discover the reason why it was done. Many times people do things even they don't understand themselves, but there is always a reason why people behave the way they do. Perhaps they are hurting and in their own pain, they don't even realize they are hurting someone else. And that one really hit me because as angry as we are that they took it upon themselves to break into our our vehicle and steal my husband's wallet. Maybe this person is hurting. Maybe, you know, they felt like they were, you know, at the point where not to justify it, but I mean, maybe they were trying to buy Christmas gifts. It looked like most of the charges were at Walmart, which is right next to the gym. And I mean, maybe they were in a place that they felt that was their only choice. I don't know. I'm not in their mind, but you know, this did give me some food for thought. Um, So the devotion goes on to say, God forgives. We are to be merciful and forgiving just as God in Christ forgives us our wrongdoing. He not only sees what we do that is wrong, but he understands why we did it and is merciful and long-suffering. The choice to forgive others is ours. God will not force anyone to do it. Even if you don't understand it, believe that God's way is the best. It works. He can take what Satan meant to destroy you and turn it for your good. And the last sentence says, We are to forgive in order to keep Satan from getting the advantage over us. And it can be easy to let Satan come in in times like that um, because, of course, our natural reaction is to get angry and to assume the worst about this person. And is it right what they did? Of course not. But we are worried working on becoming more like Christ. And I I feel like Christ would have had a different reaction. He would have just shown this person love and grace. And, you know, it is my desire to be more like Christ. So I just thought that that might be an important reminder for us all. And um, it's funny because um, not only was my devotional in you version about forgiveness, but I'm also reading in Luke. Um, I'm actually, I know I've shared, I started at the beginning of the Bible and I'm actually also in Deuteronomy, but I also wanted to start in the New Testament. So I kind of go back and forth each day. And so I'm in Luke. And would you know it? <laughs> the What I was reading in Luke, 
Luke this morning was love for enemies, Luke 27, or it's actually Luke um, chapter 6, verse 27. But to you who are willing to listen, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who hurt you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, offer the other cheek also. If someone demands your coat, offer your shirt also. Give to anyone who asks, and when things are taken away from you, don't try to get them back. Do to others as you would like them to do to you. If you love only those who love you, why should you get credit for that? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good only to those who do good to you, why should you get credit? Even sinners do that much. And if you lend money only to those who can repay you, why should you get credit? Even sinners will lend to other sinners for a full return. Love your enemies. Do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to be repaid. Then your reward from heaven will be very great, and you will be truly acting as children of the Most High, for He is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. You must be compassionate just as your Father is compassionate. And the next section, do not judge others and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others or it will all come back against you. Forgive others and you will be forgiven. Give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Then Jesus gave the following illustration. Can one blind person lead another? Won't they both fall into a ditch? Students are not greater than their teacher, but the student who is fully trained will become like the teacher. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying, friend, let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye? Hypocrite, first get rid of the log in your own eye, then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. So again, obviously God was making it abundantly clear to forgive this person and realize I am a sinner just as they are. And so I, again, I just thought it was very, um, appropriate for me to share this with you because I can only imagine you have something similar that has recently happened that you can relate to. So why don't we go ahead and close in prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank and praise you for your forgiveness, for your grace. Lord, I just ask your hand of blessing on the person that made the decision last night to break into my husband's car and steal his wallet. Only you know what he's going through. And not that what he did was right, but thank you for this message of forgiveness because I, I definitely needed this reminder today. And if any of my friends have had something happen similarly recently, please help put that forgiveness in their heart as well, Lord. In your son's name we pray. Amen. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it reminded you in some way that you have something amazing to offer the world. And it's time to start letting your beautiful light shine. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs this reminder? 
It would also mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds for me and just leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you're actually enjoying the show. Plus, it warms my heart when I get to hear from you. I pray God's blessings on you the rest of the week, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. God bless.